Welcome to We Talk About Movies, a conversation between a husband and wife loosely based around a movie. I'm Kevin. I'm Ruth. And I got Ruth just before she took a drink of her water. <laughs> yeah, I was about to. And I didn't realize I was going to introduce myself. <laughs> um, you always introduce yourself when we start this podcast. Well, I guess I'm just used to when we did the recording. Yeah, so we don't do that anymore until one day we will. But um, here we are today. <laughs> We're going to be talking about... That was really good logic. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be talking about the exciting... Um, blockbuster movie black panther today uh, we've actually seen this movie twice already which is very uncommon for us considering it's a movie out in theaters which means we went to the theaters twice right which means we had babysitters twice we did so let me tell you guys something about our life um some people might look outside on a rainy day especially on the weekend and say gosh darn it I was really hoping to enjoy a nice weekend with sunny weather and, and, you know, get outside and enjoy the, the warm sun on my face. No. For me, if the weather is dreary, rainy, especially like raining, downpour, that's the best because my father-in-law is not going to be outside oh. working. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? I don't know if we're in agreement. <laughs> my father-in-law will not be outside working in the yard, which means he's available to babysit with my mother-in-law. Yes. they. Uh, my dad usually spends his weekends uh, trimming trees and doing odd jobs for other people. But he can't do that if it's raining. Or working in his own yard, building well, his own fence. or Yeah, he does a lot of projects. So He's a very handy guy. His project, when the weather's terrible, is to Come babysit his, his grandchildren. grandchildren. Yeah, so, it's great. Um, we have had two weekends in a row of having a date night Friday night. And we Grandparents even, stay the night and we get to go out. Yeah, so that was really great for us. Um, and actually, we've watched... Quite a few movies since we last spoke to you, our loyal podcast listener or listeners, if there's more than one of you. <laughs> um, Probably not. But. So we have seen, I actually thought it might be good to just touch on a few of the movies we've seen and just give it a thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, because we've seen so many. We saw. What have we seen? I'm trying to even remember. What we, have we saw seen? Gifted. Oh, yeah. Um, we the watched that last weekend when with Chris our kids Evans. were asleep. Yeah. It was cute. It was cute. It's I a gave really, it a thumbs up. We're a, we're a family-friendly movie podcast. and It's a family-friendly movie. totally a family-friendly movie. Um, and it totally made me cry, too. Oh, it was, it, was a, it was a really good movie. Just if you want to sit down, um, Just a enjoy good, yourself. Not um, too heavy. I mean, I know I said I cried, but it's... Yeah. But it, it it's, it's a good fun. movie. We I liked that one a lot. Not not super deep and meaningful, right? But, um, but a good movie. Yeah. So thumbs up from both of us on that. We also saw last night. We went and saw Game Night, which is a yes. brand new movie. Well, I didn't know if we were going to podcast on that or not. Um, but we may podcast on that. So we'll just we'll hold off on that. We'll just tell you we saw it. Um. What else? Last I'd give weekend, it a thumbs up, go see it, and then you can listen to the podcast. Okay. Um, I actually did like it as well. So go see that movie and maybe, maybe next we'll time podcast we'll talk on about it. it. Yeah. Um, we also saw another movie last weekend, Ruth. And What did we see? Um, I feel like we rented a red box. 
Oh, it was the Jackie Chan one. Yes, the foreigner. Yes, that's it. So that was I forgot we did that. It was a it was a Jackie Chan movie, but there's no comedy, like literally none. There's not. Which a is single, so sad because he's funny. Yeah, he's so funny, and there's and not, I knew that going in. Yeah, but. you you watch the trailers and you see that, but you maybe at least hope they throw in one joke. But no, it no, is it is a, a serious, serious movie. somber movie. Um, decent action. Uh, quite frankly, it's it just fine. your average. You know, it's a. Eh. Clearly it, not that memorable because I forgot we watched it. Yeah. So. So anyways, a couple movies we've seen. Maybe you guys want to check those out. Um, but we are talking about Black Panther today. Yes, because we've seen it twice and we still haven't podcasted on it. So. Yeah. That's and why we got to do it. Unfortunately, it was, the second time we saw it was still for about five days ago. Yeah, but since we've seen it twice... It's easier to yeah. remember things. We do remember quite a bit. And I will say, if you've seen this movie and you haven't seen it twice, I'm not. you don't necessarily have to go out to the movies and see it again, but there were so many things that I saw in the first movie that I felt like didn't make sense. Sorry, in the first viewing, not the first movie. I don't know about so many, but you did catch some things. There were a couple things but that then I we left discovered... thinking I, I didn't like that or that didn't make sense. And then... Um, after the second viewing, I realized it did make sense when I had, yes. you know, paid closer attention. Although I'm, I feel like I remember thinking, but then there are other You said you found some other stuff that though, didn't make but, sense, but I don't know if I can remember, remember that now, but anyway. Well, and again, I know you always say this, but it is a spoiler podcast. So if you have not seen Black Panther, go see it. I mean, unless you want to listen anyway, which is fine. Yeah. But, we're not going to be holding back. So. Let, let's face it. Every Marvel movie follows the same exact formula. So we, you know going into this movie, and again, spoiler alert, um, you know, the good guy's going to, you know, be cool and good, and then the bad guy's going to show up, and the bad guy's going to look like he's winning initially, and then at the end, the good guy's going to win. Well, yeah, I mean, that's every Marvel every movie. movie ever, so, but yeah, um, that's what happens in this one. This is no exception. So, yeah, it'd be pretty sad if it was like, yeah, and he died. <laughs> like, that wouldn't be a good superhero movie because then you're not really a superhero. Well, you can I mean, be I know eventually die, they die, but, um, but yeah, anyone who has paid attention to, for example, the Avengers Infinity War trailers has seen Black Panther in that trailer, so right. You clearly know that he survives this movie, um, unless you're not paying attention to those trailers. But well, some people may not be as obsessed as we are. <laughs> yeah, um, but that I, most people that are even I think casual fans of Marvel movies are aware of Infinity War because it's it's the culmination of ten years of these movies. I know. And fun fact: it comes out on your birthday. It does. So we'll have to plan that. We'll definitely be doing a movie date night for your birthday. How old will I be this year? Are you really asking me? You have a very puzzled look like you're really figuring it out. I'm 30. So how old are you? That's funny. I actually thought I was 33, but I guess I'm 32 right now and I will be 33 this (laughs) year. That is so funny. (laughs) Your your face was priceless because I wish y'all could see it because he literally looked like... I don't know how old I am. How really, old am I? <laughs> yeah. I had to do the math. What year was I born? So, yeah, I'll be 33. Yeah, I guess because, you know, 
now that and and some people are different, but for you and I, it's kind of like, oh, it's our birthday. Like we don't make a huge deal out of birthdays. We we go do we go do something fun together and yeah, go have a nice dinner or whatever. But we don't go all out and do crazy birthday parties or things no. like that. Which because we'd rather go do something fun together and then yeah. And that's so actually, for me. near meet them, my coworker asked me, "Oh, are you going to take your birthday off work?" I was like. No. What am I, a child? I don't need my birthday off work. But I mean, You could if you wanted to. Yeah, we'll think about it. And If I have days well, off I need to use. It's on a Friday. Friday, so yeah. you could make it a long weekend. So, I don't know. Maybe I actually will think about taking that day off. It just depends on what's going on at work and how busy I am. But, um, yeah, May 4th, we're very... We're, we're really excited about that. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are as well. Um, but I, I want to, speaking of Nirmita, um, just going to reiterate to the friends that we have that do listen to this podcast. Um, every show, I'm just going to continue um, re-inviting you until we <laughs> until get you someone on shows the up. podcast. So, Tate, this is your shout out. We need to get you and Kelsey over. Um, well, it's harder for them too. They'd have to find a babysitter. They do have. A- or they can always bring her. And we've got lots of cribs and uh, pack space. and plays yeah. and we so, have everything. So we're excited for the opportunity to talk to Tate and Kelsey, um, Nirmita and Devo. We're hoping they can come over and talk some movies. I thought you made a date with them in March. We do. We have a date. A tentative. Tentative. Well, um, as long as nothing fall- falls through, then we should do that. Yeah. Um Josh, I mean, I've been talking to Josh about movies since like my first day. Didn't with my he new take job. the day off to go see Black Panther? He did, and then he he and um, his wife and some friends had a really neat um, like group activity to go see Black Panther, and fun. Um, I think they had like a babysitter for all the kids, and then all the parents went out and saw the movie. Oh, that's crazy! And I know Josh has seen it twice as well because then he saw it with. His boy, Josh, um, after he had seen it just with the adults. So mm-hmm. uh, Josh and I haven't even had a chance to talk about this movie yet. but That'll be uh, fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm to sure he loved it because I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, what else? So those are the th- my three coworkers that we've talked about coming on. So you guys will have to come over someday and do that. Yeah, eventually. <clears throat> Nate Hopefully before and, I have this other baby would be ideal. Yeah. <laughs> Nate and Victoria. I don't know if you guys listen, but you're moving and into they, our neck of the live, woods. Yeah, they live in our they neighborhood. They haven't moved in yet, but they'll be Oh, I thought you soon. said they did. They've closed, but they haven't moved in yet. Oh, I don't know why I thought you said they moved in, because you were like, we need to go lunch with them. But yeah. anyway. Anyways. All right. Let's get to, to the, the movie. movie. Um, Black Panther. Ruth, what did you think about it? I loved it. I really liked it because honestly, and I know I told you this, when I saw the previews for it, I wasn't terribly excited about it, honestly. Uh, Just, I don't know why. It just didn't look that great from the previews. But I went into it being like, you know, it may turn out like Guardians of the Galaxy because when I saw that preview, it, it wasn't, when I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy preview, it wasn't just... That doesn't look good. I remember thinking, that looks awful. Yeah. And then I loved it. And honestly, that's kind of what happened with this movie. So, yeah, I think the the Marvel movies that have set the lowest expectations are like Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, 
this one as far as previews and right just solely based on what we thought after looking at the preview and yeah i agree those are three of some i really of my favorite them. marvel movies so yeah because ant-man turned out way funnier than we thought loved it would be ant-man because paul rudd is so yeah that was hilarious great. um speaking of that another movie that we've seen that we haven't podcasted about is the fundamentals of caring that's a netflix one so oh yeah that, that was one. good too it was it, it's rated r so not family friendly no but, it's um, not but it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting story i like that one too anyway um, back to the topic so yeah black yeah. panther i had low expectations as well and well and i was worried it was going to be overhyped because i know so many people were so excited about it yeah so i was really worried i was like man i don't want this to be overhyped and then kind of be let down but I was very pleasantly surprised, and it was really good. I just thought even the way it started, how it starts with this narration of, like, Papa, tell me a story. And yeah. uh, you get the history of Wakanda, which really sets the stage, which that was one of the Which is good because we didn't know a lot. Yeah. We've only seen him in Civil War. and Yeah, and I that was, that was something I just... One of the misgivings I have about... And this is... It's true to the comic books, but... Um, I, I was afraid that making Wakanda this, um, technology, technologically advanced, ad, advanced, oh my goodness. <laughs> no, was, you can't talk at all. That was a struggle. Uh, technologically advanced civilization. Um, I was afraid it would kind of feel like it wasn't based in Africa. Um, like I, I wanted no, to. No, but they explained it. Yeah. Well, but even like I wanted to get some African culture from this movie. And I was afraid if they just make it this super modern, um, place that it wouldn't, it wouldn't feel like Africa, but, but but they did a great job of still, you know, showing, you know, the The spirit, yeah, the spirit of Africa, the tribes. And, and not to say I've never been to Africa. I don't have any firsthand experience there, but, um, I felt like from, from what I do know about it, it did a good job of um, not westernizing the it two just worlds. because just because there's technology. Yes, doesn't mean it's necessarily westernized, and and I really loved how they did that. I did too, and I just yeah, it's it's amazing how much I like this movie. <laughs> I really do, I'm, and I honestly I'm planning to buy it too when it comes out. Yeah, I, we keep going off talk. Topic, but speaking of buying Marvel movies, Thor just came out to buy. Oh, Ragnarok? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see that again. Yeah. I know we weren't like super excited about that one when we yeah. saw it, which a lot of people loved that one. Yeah, a lot of people But did. I think Black Panther's better, for sure. Oh, definitely Black Panther. Like if better. someone were to ask me which do you like better, hands down, Black Panther. Yeah. Um, the way we typically buy movies when we do is they come out on just like digital first. But then if you wait two or three weeks, they come out on Blu-ray and you yeah, get the digital get copy both. as well. So that's typically what we do. Unless it's a movie, I just feel like I have to see it again as soon as possible, which Honestly, we can wait two happens. weeks. Yeah, we can wait. <laughs> but so. yeah, it's nice to do it that way because uh, we have kids, right? And so we have a minivan and we're planning to take long road trips at some point. So it's nice to be able to bring a physical copy Yeah, because into- we... We have a, it's actually, I thought it was just a DVD player, but it's actually no, it's a, a, Blu-ray, a player. Blu-ray player. I told you that into, when we bought the car. Built into our uh, minivan. So last time we took a trip, we watched Cars. 
Well, we tried to get Caleb to watch because our son at the time was not even two yet. Uh, it was over Christmas, but he he really he doesn't like to watch TV, so it really didn't work out. We were just trying to find a way to entertain him for a ten hour car ride. Yeah, and we're not going to let him watch TV the whole time. Obviously, we just tried to do it for yeah the the one movie, but. And it kind of worked, but a little he, bit, but not really. And, yeah, and, he has no interest, which we're totally okay with. Well, and and we're working really hard to keep our kids away. You know, obviously we love movies; we watch them. Um, right, know. and not like we're going to keep them from them forever. But we really are trying to keep our kids out of technology and screens. Um, you know, doctors recommend no until screens. at least two, at least. <coughs> Excuse me, until you're two, and. Most kids don't make it, which is fine. Like, I know. You know what? If you're a parent out there listening and being like, look, sometimes that's how I survive. That's fine. I have no judgment towards you whatsoever. You do you. Yeah. And do whatever makes it work for your life. Yeah, absolutely. We're just lucky also that uh, since the kids stay at home with me, they're really not exposed to it. Yeah, we don't, the TV doesn't come on. and Unless they're asleep. Unless they're asleep. And even it's, you know, we're not. There are those, nights we don't even turn it on, yeah, honestly. We're not a family that turns on the TV every night. I would say, because we don't watch TV. We watch. Well, we have too much to do. We, we watch movies. Chores and, to do. <laughs> yeah. So anyways. Um, yeah, we, we totally got just got off on tangent. Oh, some oh, because you were talking Maybe. about buying the physical yeah. copy. So anyway, back to Black Panther. So what I let me say one of the things I liked most about this movie okay. is um, good because I didn't know where I wanted to start. <laughs> number one, the villain um, Eric he's Killmonger. He's a great villain. He's a great villain. I, I've and I I've, like that actor a lot too. Oh yeah, he's actually uh, so what's his name? The actor Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So he's actually in. Uh, or there, I saw something on Twitter, and it was um, an an interviewer asking questions. Of Chadwick Boseman, who is Black Panther, and Michael B. Jordan, who's Killmonger, about like who would win in a fight, Black Panther versus Captain America, or things like that. And you know, Chadwick Boseman, you can tell he he's not. I don't think in real life he's a huge comic book fan, and so his responses were you know basically like what you would expect the guy who plays back Black Panther to say. But it was it was really cool to listen to Michael B. Jordan because he you can tell he's such a comic book fan and he's like, well, uh, Black Panther and Captain America have actually fought a lot of times in the comics and generally Black Panther comes out on top because this this and this, um, and and so it was just I thought it was really cool to see the thoughtfulness of him even just being asked these kind of silly comic book questions. So I agree with you. I really like. Him as an actor and um, yeah, he just and he did a really good job in this movie. I mean, all like honestly, I liked almost every character in this movie. Yeah, I. I think It'd be my, hard to pick. Well, I you know who I really liked. Who? I guess as a favorite, who? if I I don't know if I would say they were my favorite, but his sister Shuri Shuri. I, I, I that's what I was going to say. Loved her. I think Killmonger and Shuri were my two favorite characters. Oh, look at that! We were both kind of thinking the same people yeah they were both so interesting i mean so so killmonger is almost like a magneto character in that yes he's you care bad, about him though but you understand where he's coming where he's from. coming from yes you, you 
you know, that those are the types of villains I like. And, and Marvel's done a good job of making better villains recently. Like I really enjoyed um, Vulture in Spider-Man because yeah, you, you did got the, his backstory. Mm-hmm. You understand where he's coming from. It doesn't mean you agree with him or even, you know, understand why he would get to that point. But you get it. And they're the, they are these sympathetic characters. And, and I just feel like that mirrors real life. Like, and I know that's always a big thing for you is you, the story is only as good as the villain as well as the hero, because we get it. Usually the hero comes out on top. Yeah. But, but there, and in real life, real life is not as clean and as black and white as good guys and bad guys. Right. The lines are always blurred and, it's so boring to watch a movie where the bad guy is just, I'm this powerful being and I want to take over the world. Okay, great. Which is kind of like the Infinity Wars uh, well, villain. Or, that, or not that we know a lot about him so yet. So actually but. Thanos, as far as the comic books, part of the reason he causes so much death and destruction throughout the world, in the comic books, death is actually a... A person, like a being, a being, a female being, and Thanos is in love with death. Oh, and so he so kills he and kills, for yeah, for death. Interesting. So that hasn't come through in the movies yet, but um, now, but that doesn't make him a sympathetic character. No, it doesn't. No, but it I'm, doesn't. but like you know, you were just saying he's just a bad dude that wants the world to burn. What, essentially. I, what like. What makes Infinity what what gives Infinity War the opportunity to be a really great movie is to not follow the script of the good guys just win and nothing bad ever happens to the good guys and I think that's that's what will happen. Because, yeah, your yes, mom did not like that. Thanos is <laughs> is just a bad dude and wants to to cause death and destruction and yeah, your theory is my theory is a, he's going to be successful. They won't all survive or b they just won't be that superhero anymore because you said in the comic books like other people take over like Bucky Barnes so Steve Rogers is not Captain America right now right because he dropped dropped his shield he dropped the shield right so he is he's still Steve Rogers he still has the the super soldier serum but he's not Captain America anymore right and in the comic books you said Bucky Barnes becomes Captain America yes and which you think is going to happen in Infinity War at the end, potentially. Um, right. Also, I don't think this will happen, but it's possible. Um, Sam Wilson, Falcon, has become Captain America in the comic books as well. Oh, that'd be interesting, too. So, there's a couple options they have. Anyways, um, Killmonger was just so interesting, so good. And Cherie. Um, that was her name, right? Yeah, so one of the things that... I just thought she was so funny. She was really funny. I think that's why, like, her delivery is so good as an actress. She was hilarious. And you know who else I really liked? Um, Shuri kind of reminds me, and this is going to sound weird at first, but um, Claw. Huh? Claw, the the bad guy that stole the vibranium. Yeah. So they both remind me of each other in the sense that they're, they're always happy. Like even when Claw was was chained up to a chair and the uh, CIA had he like imprisoned him, he's singing and he's smiling and um, yeah, she know. cried when her brother died or oh, thought well, he was dead. Yes, and, and <laughs> I'm like, 
I don't know if I agree with you there, but they, I, I get what you're saying. They remind me of each other, even though sure. they're very different. But I really, I thought that was a fantastic performance by um, Andy Circus plays Claw. And I, I thought that was really impressive, just how he really personified the craziness of this guy. Yeah. And um, it's so kind of sad to see him die because he's kind of a crazy, weird side yeah. villain. Yeah. So that was certainly not for a main villain. Yeah. But um, uh, but what I was saying, what, as we were talking about the Killmonger character, one of the things on the first viewing that I thought was maybe a plot hole and didn't make sense was when he had all of the heart-shaped herbs burned. And I was like, you know, that is a source of so much power and he could use that to, um, you know, build an army or, or something. So I thought that was kind of a plot hole. But then on the second viewing, you, you realize and they explain it, um, you know, the CIA guy, Everett Ross, says he was... That's, that's, what, he that's what he was trained to do. Like he he Take was trained for years and years to go in and destabilize countries and and things like that. And um, so he was falling back on his training. See, and I don't know if I agree with you there because, like I told you when we kind of talked about this before, I thought it was more because he wants to be the top dog and he doesn't want anybody else to ever challenge him again. Which is why he's like, "Well, yeah, burn all that. I'm the Black Panther forever, basically." Yeah, and that that's why I didn't think it was a plot hole the first time around at all because I just thought it was more of a no, I'm it. You don't there will be nobody else. And and I I definitely get that and it would fit his character and and that may be true, but it's also just such a source of great power that destroying it, it right, but never gives you the ability to leverage it. Yes, but if he made a bunch of other people as strong as he is, somebody could eventually overtake him. That's the thing. Possibly. If he destroys it all, then he's the only one with the power. Well, what if he finds a way to um, – maybe if he only give them half the dose, then they only get half the power so that they'd still not be powerful enough no. to overtake him. You know, things like that. Uh, maybe, but – Anyways. My, my question about – actually, now that you bring up that scenario was – so since he destroyed it all, and then um, they stole, or what was her name? Nakia. Uh, yeah. Nakia stole uh, one to revive T'Challa. Yes. Uh, after he was almost dead. Uh, but now it's all gone. Correct. Right? The plant's gone. Uh, as far as we as, know. I mean, like, is that what we're supposed to think? So, like, there's never going to be another Black Panther? Uh, I guess that's my question. Yeah. Uh, is... Did he really destroy it all, or did like maybe there was a secret? I have a feeling somewhere there's going to be more somewhere. And so here's the other thing: because otherwise, Black Panther dies with the last person that ingested the power. But yes, so we don't know the answer to that. But I will say one: unless it keeps you alive forever, but I don't think it it does. It doesn't. Okay, I was Um, like, I didn't think it did. One of the things that is. That was kind of missing that a lot of people, including myself, were expecting out of Black Panther was the soul stone is the last infinity stone that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, there was no mention of it. So the thought is maybe it's in Wakanda. You can see in the Infinity War trailers, Wakanda is a part of it. it. So why are they, why is anyone in Wakanda, presumably, to go find the, the soul stone? Except it was never mentioned that it was there. 
Um, so th- that'll be really interesting. I mean, maybe the soul stone is actually what was giving that plant its powers. Right. And so if they find the soul maybe stone. Maybe if it's buried in the mountain with yeah. all of the uh, adamantium, right? That's what it, or No, I'm no, sorry. Right. <laughs> That's X-Men. With the, uh, what's the metal called? Vibranium. Vibranium. Thank you. Wow. I just had X-Men like seep into my brain there. Well, X-Men is Marvel, just not in the movies. Well, but yeah, like within the yeah. movie universe, they're but, separate. Yes, but yes, I mean, adamantium and vibranium exist in the same universe, but are not the same yes, metal. Yes, I know. I just, I misspoke, but yeah. I am. Um, so, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where the soul stone turns up when we see Infinity War in a few months. Can you know what that, I know this will be a little bit off topic and I said we weren't going to talk about game night that we saw last night, Yeah, but that was a joke that I laughed at a lot when he goes, he makes like a comic book reference, remember? And then he goes, oh, you went too nerd on me. You oh, had me at, what yeah. did he say? I laughed was, a lot. He um, goes... He came to his fancy house and, and oh, he yeah, was he like, goes, Tony hey, Stark. Iron or Tony Stark, yeah. And he's then he's like, like can Jarvis to... get me a drink? And he's like, yeah, you went full nerd on me. And we were both like, oh, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess we're full nerd. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I loved Killmonger. Um, I love Shuri. Although, one thing that was, was frustrating to me was... Um, they they made a, a funny joke about his sneakers. I know, and then they didn't but really they, that never follow played up. any part in in the movie. So that was kind of frustrating. I, you know, when yeah, you, you see wanted those a things, scene, you want okay. Now Black like Panther snuck up, snuck up, on, up on someone. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the the other thing that reminds me of is it brings me to the scene in South Korea, and this is my biggest problem with the movie. I've got two big problems here. Let's hear it. Number one, um. They get in, like, they make a big scene about um, the guys, Claw and his team, bringing all their guns into that room. Right. Then when the... Oh, um, uh, when the fight the, actually the breaks fight out. The fight starts and Okoye is the the general, the head yeah, security she, person. She's the, the bad A She gets general. into a fight with, like, four or five guys and we know they all brought guns in. And all she has is a spear, no shield, nothing, and nobody shoots at her. They all try to engage with her in hand-to-hand combat. Because she hit him too fast. It's just like... <laughs> I get it. It was no, such I a mean, good opportunity because they had a metal, de- metal detector to prepare that fight scene with, look, there are no guns here. The only gun is the one attached to Claw's hand, and then it can make sense. So they had a perfect opportunity for it to make sense. And it didn't. And that, uh, uh, it just really <laughs> frustrates me. I know, which is too bad because it's a fun scene to watch the girls kick booty. Yeah, the, it, it's great, but there's no... But I get what you're saying. No like, she, how come no guns went off? Well, there were guns There were that guns went going off, off but, but apparently none aimed at her because... Or at any of them, really. She was, um, she was fighting with her spear. It just, those are, those are details that really get to me. Um, and that was actually something I didn't really catch the first viewing, but caught the second viewing. Um, yeah, I didn't really notice that. But here's the other thing that I realized in South Korea when, you know, they're like, the world is watching and he was about to kill Claw and then he didn't. And it hit me, wait a minute, last time we saw Black Panther in Civil War when he was out doing superhero things and he's not supposed to because... 
the UN, according to the Sokovia Accords, hadn't oh, approved right. it. And it started, it hit me. Okay, Spider-Man, like since Civil War, Spider-Man's come out. Doctor Strange has come out. Um, Wait, Doctor Strange came after Civil War? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, and this one came out and all these guys are being superheroes and doing superhero things and... As far as we can tell, none of it has been approved. We don't, this, we don't even know if yeah. they've signed the Sokovia Accords. And, and just because they have, they would still need these actions to be approved by the UN, which is the governing body of superheroes moving forward. So that's a continuity problem with Marvel. Like if you're going to create this universe where the Sokovia Accords is, exist, you can't have Black Panther go – like I get it. He can beat Black Panther in Wakanda because – Nobody can see what's happening there, but he can't go out into broad daylight in the middle of South Korea and do superhero stuff. Right, because they'll see that he did it, and if yeah. he's on Team Sokovian Accords, like, but it, then it doesn't even. But the UN didn't approve that action. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it, those are that's yeah, I just guess a that really, really frustrating thing about Marvel, like. Okay, if you decide that all of a sudden the UN doesn't control everything, then just say it. Well, and I guess it's kind of out of character on. for the characters, too. If they're like, yeah, we do need this, but then they ignore it when it's convenient. Yeah. Then again, Iron Man did, too. It just goes to how absurd. But the, he um, mentions that, but still. Yeah, it goes to how absurd the the whole Civil War idea is. is yeah, and um, if you haven't listened to that podcast, you can just hear about how the whole plot of that movie doesn't really make sense no i i really don't think it and does. i think uh and if you haven't and you just want a quick taste of why it doesn't make sense what did you show me it's like a f- couple minute video of, uh, and it lists honest out trailers like the, if you yeah, guys don't it. watch honest trailers they're super funny um my laptop just went off uh-huh. um they're so funny and that the the but that Civil one has War it honest written trailer, out yeah just lays out his plan how it makes absolutely no sense but um, or he's like, here's all the things that have to happen for it to actually work. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. It doesn't really make a lot of sense if everybody was on board with that. And then obviously all these things are happening without approval because they're just yeah going to do it. But So I, I would like that to be cleared up at some <laughs> point because it's very frustrating to me right now. Um, so that's my biggest – and that's not really an issue with – the Black movie Panther. itself, yeah. Well, it is an issue with Black Panther because the director and the writer should have accounted for that. There needed to be a line in there where, like, while they're on the plane flying to South Korea, there's just a little, you know, one sentence. We got our UN approval. We're good to go on this mission. Okay. Well, great. that or don't we need UN approval? No, we'll just uh, try to stay on the Well, but then you have whatever. to deal with the consequences well, of uh, that becoming yeah, very public. But yeah, I guess the point is either way, they didn't really They don't address, address it, that. which is is very frustrating and you know. But you still like the movie regardless yeah, I of that. Did. I, I mean, did. That it's, it's not going to make you like the movie any less. Yeah. So, I thought um one thing we both thought were plot, a plot hole the first time around. Well, not a plot hole, I'm sorry. More just we were kind of like I don't know about this character was the guy from Get Out. Who did he play? His character was Wakabi. Wakabi. He, we thought he was flip-flopping an awful lot with his uh, loyalties. It seemed like he was. But then the second time around, it didn't really seem that way. So I don't know. Because there, there might be people out there that thought the same that we did the first time. 
that he was kind of an inconsistent character, I yeah. guess. And he's he's not a main main character. He's he's kind of a a side character, I, yeah. I guess. Well, I mean, he's yeah, a he's side character, but, but um, but he he doesn't flip flop as much as we thought because he wants Claw dead, like from the beginning. He wants Claw and, dead, and he wants to go to war. Basically, is what happens. He all right because he says when him and T'Challa are talking, because he says, um, he's talking about I how forgot her his Nakia. love interest. Nakia wants to share Wakanda's technology and uh, their knowledge and everything with the rest of Africa, or well, with the rest of the world, even really. Yeah, and he's like, you know, we that hasn't been our way and. All this stuff. And Wakabi is like, yeah, no, we don't want people to come here, like, to Wakanda. But if you want me to take my my tribe and my army out to the world and conquer everybody, and then we can, like, tell them what to do and show them, like, okay, well, this is the way. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, so he... And that's a very... He supported T'Challa. He supported T'Chaka. But he had always... Wanted to basically go to war and and take. take I don't know people if he wanted to, but he was willing to. It seemed to me that was a consistency of his character throughout the movie. Whether it was T'Challa, or then he became you know got, went on to Killmonger's side. Um, number one, he had a lot of resentment against Claw. So when Killmonger came with Claw him. dead, um, he was very you know felt a very strong allegiance to. Uh, right, because he even tells T'Challa, like, you couldn't even do what your dad couldn't either. Yeah. It took him 30 years. And- but again, he just seemed like he always wanted to go to war, and um, he got that. As his allegiance changed, that remained consistent. He just wanted to keep, you know, he wanted to fight. And and only, I guess, love at the end got him to, to lay down his arms. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was And good. I thought that was interesting, too, that he asks her... Uh, her character. What is her character's Okoye. name? Okoye. He asks her, uh, "Would you kill me, or, or would you really kill me?" Basically, and yeah. she goes for Wakanda. Yep. And and so that was another thing where some people might feel like she she was somewhat inconsistent in that. <clears throat> excuse me. She, um seems to have these principles and yet she still um went along with Killmonger because he was sitting on the throne but well, no she said it was because of she serves Wakanda not and because she said I serve any king that sits upon it because that's the nation and that's how things are yeah so so she's like I serve whatever king sits upon the throne because I'm elite I give my allegiance to Wakanda yeah and, and which I think she, makes sense she I get questions her. she questioned well, sure. T'Challa when he considered you know maybe we should be um going out to the world and she questioned him and then when Killmonger said we should take over the world she questioned him as well but she was consistent in that she supported um, the king, and she only turned on Killmonger when she saw that T'Challa was not dead. Right, because at the that point... the terms of the fight are death or submission. 
And neither and of those things neither happened. neither died and neither submitted. Right, so, and that's why she said the challenge isn't over. Yeah, so. So, so she was always very consistent in her allegiance to the the established rules of Wakanda and, and how they set up their leadership. And I loved all those female warriors. It reminded me a lot of when we were watching Wonder Woman. Yeah. It was, I really enjoyed that and their fight scenes and stuff. Yep. Although it, that was pretty gruesome too when Killmonger killed one of them, you know, like towards the end when they're all fighting and he cuts her throat. Yeah. That was pretty hard to watch. Yeah. Um, his name is Killmonger. I mean, you saw all the tattoos. He's oh, I killed know. a lot of people. It's just, it hurts. It hurts my heart. Oh, I'm so sorry. It made me sad. Um, so yeah, but, it it was, I will say the other thing that kind of disappointed me, some of the fight scenes, people have talked about this online and I, I tend to agree. Like hmm. the, the very first scene where Black Panther is going oh, yeah, to get Nakia, you couldn't even see anything. So I was like, come on guys. Can, like, yeah, we had trouble seeing it. So that was frustrating. I, I felt like the last fight scene on the train tracks was just... Nothing necessarily bad about it, but I didn't think the the CGI was great, and I don't know. It just more a little nitpickier left some type to be things. desired. Yeah, I I could see that. <clears throat> um, but other than that, really good movie. I'm it I really is a good movie. You know, I can't speak personally to. I, I know there are some people that feel a very strong emotional attachment to this being a mostly black cast and showing a, you know, black superheroes and, and, you know, um, I can empathize, but I, I don't, you know, there've been white superheroes my whole life. So, um, basically my thought on that is if those people feel great about this movie, great. I, I feel great about this movie. Yeah. I feel great about it too. Like I, it, yeah. I don't have a cultural, you know, feel any cultural you don't have just a strong emotional cultural feel to it and then maybe I, it is because you're white i don't know sure but i but i certainly thought it was a very good movie oh, i thought it was great and yeah if you're if you're thinking about seeing it go see it it's so good yeah um definitely one we're gonna own too yeah we'll buy that one so ruth anything else you want to talk about I'm trying to think. You know, the best part about the movie, too, is I laughed a lot. We laughed a lot. Especially yeah. the first time around. Yeah. Uh, you know, the second time around, you've already heard the jokes. But still, I liked that. Not It's not as funny as, like, Ant-Man or Guardians of the Galaxy. But there's oh, definitely but I, some funny parts. I laughed. Yeah. I laughed. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really wanted to talk about. But I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay, well, we will see him again soon in Infinity War. Yes. Black Panther is a big part of that. That comes um, out in May. Although, doesn't the Ant-Man sequel come out before? No, Ant-Man's after. Oh, it's after? Okay. Yeah. Because um, so, it's like Ant-Man and the Wasp or something? Or Yes, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. It's Marvel has a lot of movies coming out. Um, I know, they do. Oh, well, Deadpool comes out before. Deadpool comes out in May, but it's... Is it's it before Marvel, or after uh, Infinity after War? After Infinity War. Okay. It's a Marvel movie, but not an MCU movie. Not in the same universe, you mean, as yes. everybody else? Yeah, yeah. It's Fox, which Fox was bought by Disney, so eventually those... 
things may come together, but right now... I still like Deadpool, though. That's a good movie if you haven't seen that. Yeah, Deadpool's really good. Did um, we ever do a podcast on Deadpool? I think we did, right? No, we did not. We were going to. We were going to, but we didn't. Oh, we should do that. Sorry. Um, all right, that will do it, so... Let's get that outro you gonna music rate going. It? Um, yeah, so Ruth is. I'm a, a thumbs up. Thumbs Absolutely. up, obviously. Um, I I'm probably somewhere between a seven and an eight. Um, Only so, a seven, really? I thought um, you'd be an eight. We'll call it maybe seven and a half. Um, I don't know, maybe eight. It's hard when we were when we were rating we were, when we were doing weekly podcasts. It was easier. It was easier to like frame my rating mindset of how what did I rate this movie or that. So I don't know. We'll call it. See, seven, that's why I started doing the thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll call it seven and a half. Uh, but the, I really like the movie. So next time, maybe we we'll do game night. Maybe I we'll do know. game night. Not sure. Or maybe um, it'll be a surprise. Follow <laughs> us on Twitter at we talk about movi. And we will see you guys next time. Okay, bye. We should have an outro like, we talked about movies. No.